Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, July 14th. The time is about 11.30 a.m. I'm sorry for the delay, but I'll spend extra time. Um, If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, put your camera on. Let our team know you're a newcomer. Ranjit? Hi, uh, hi, Rahul. Um, Thanks for your time. Um, Actually, my my, uh, priority is uh, May 2011. Uh, I I changed my employer, so I... uh, file I-140 with the concurrent 485 on uh, November 2021. Uh, mm-hmm. And my I-140 approved in December uh, 2021. And my fingerprints mm-hmm. also happened in December 2021. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, on June 17th, my case transferred from uh, Nebraska to NBC. Nice. Uh, after, after one week, actually, like, it went back to TSC, um, Texas Service Center. Damn. I'm not mm-hmm. sure like why it happened. and. Uh, any idea? I don't. I don't know. Is it? It's. It's not uncommon. It's. It's not uncommon that these things are happening, but unfortunately, there is not much you can do about it. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, can we can we raise any uh, request or anything like that? No, you cannot. You cannot raise any service request for it. They won't take oh. it. Oh, okay. I don't know why it moved. We don't understand the logic behind it because Texas is not adjudicating. It was never there in Texas. But there is not yeah. much, there is nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry oh. about that. Next person, please. Jay? Yes, hello, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. So uh, right now, it is, uh, my, my situation is a little convoluted. Uh, my priority mm-hmm. date is uh, the February of 2013. So mm-hmm. I did the, con- uh, the, the EB3 downgrade in October 2021. Uh, but unfortunately, yes. after the premium processing uh, uh, request and upgrade, it was my EB I one forty was denied uh, this February. However, I had to do an amendment for EB two, which I did, and uh, it was successfully approved uh, like last month uh, in EB two. Mm-hmm. But while all mm-hmm. this was happening, uh, my case was my my underlying adjustment of status was transferred from Texas to the National Benefit Center. And also, mm-hmm. I got uh, an RFE for uh, the medicals at this time. So uh, the confusion is whether the eventually this adjustment of status is still valid. If you think, I, or... I don't, I don't want you to count on that. I want you to file a four eight five hundred EB two right now. Okay. 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 So this, since since my priority date is only current in EB two, the medical being issued is no indication of uh, the uh, of the. They probably did not update the file. They technically should deny your four eight five. They are they're under a huge pressure of approving the four eight fives. 
And I don't, uh, in your case, so to be on the safer side, I just want you to file the 485 If it's approved last okay. month, why are you waiting? Why didn't you file the 485 yet? Uh, yes, uh, Rahul. Yeah, I think that was one thing. Because uh, this uh, response to RFE, we should still continue to do it. Uh, you think, I, would not or, do it. I, would I would not do it. Because I don't I want your green card to be approved. I see. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Okay. Robert? Uh, good, good afternoon, sorry. Um, quick question, so uh, I filed my uh, I-485 uh, 400 days ago, it was approved last week. Um, mm -hmm. So I get my green card tomorrow, I'm looking to change employer. At this time, is there anything that's preventing me from doing that? Will it impact my naturalization at a later date or am I pretty much free to move on at this point? zero zip if you change the job nothing is going to happen you can change the job i don't know why people are telling you can't change within six months you can actually change it before you even get the green card after you file the 485 within 180 days i don't know why these people are telling you can do any job you want you can flip a burger in mcdonald's you can be a microsoft ceo you should not be anyway in a job in marijuana related things even though they say it's legal, it's not legal for a green card holders. And my employer can then contact USCIS. Your say, employer hey, you cannot do anything to cancel your green card. They do not have an authority. Can they withdraw the I-140? Yeah. Will it affect your green card? No. Will it affect your citizenship? No. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Dinesh. Hello, Rahul. Thanks, thanks for talking, talking and taking this time. Uh, I'm on EB1C case, and my case was filed last year, November, and the priority date is current. Uh, one is, your I1, is your I-140 approved? Yes, sir. Last month was approved on June 15. So my, my, when, my question When did is, you say your I-140 was approved? June 15th, this last month. Mm -hmm. June 15th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So nice, my question ahead. is, am I, am I in the position where I can expect my green card in this quarter itself or there are some chances that it may go over to the next year? Where is where is your file at? Uh, my file is at Texas. It has not moved yet anywhere. I don't know. There's a, there is a chance. First, it has to move to the national benefit sector before they approve it. Okay. Uh, and I, I do have an EAD received uh, uh, about two months back, but for my family, they have not received anything. So I'm in this situation as of now. Yeah, it can be approved any day, but first it has to be moved to the National Benefit Center. Until then, it and, will not be. Okay. And my medicals were not filed as my attorney asked to do that. So I need to do the medical RFE as well. You should do it without RFE. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. The entire family. Yeah. Entire family. Thank yeah. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Rekha. Rekha. Uh, hey, I, are you able to hear me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Hello, Raghul. Good morning. Um, so my priority date is uh, February 2013, and I downgraded from AB2 to AB3 in the year 2020 October. Uh, I got my both EB3, I-140 approved, um, biometrics done last year. 
and I received a courtesy notice last September to file my I-693 medical form. So I responded nice. to that. Responded to that. And then uh, in the March month this year, my employer filed, interfiled from, um, you know, to interfile the EB to the California Center. I received my receipt 485J receipt in the month of May. And one, uh, like last week, I got a transfer notice uh, that my uh, I-485 got transferred to NBC Center. The question nice. I have you. Yeah, the Everything is I going have, perfect for you. Okay, the two questions, Rahul. Uh, one is like, do I need to proactively again send the six, I-693 medical form or I have no, to wait for this? No, you already responded to the RFE. Yeah, uh, not no, RFE, it I, was a courtesy letter, Rahul. It was whatever you call it as. Okay. 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 You responded to their request. No, I would not send it again. You're good. Okay. So just just wait for their next step, right? Okay. That is right. That is right. Uh, is there any like based on the strategy and the based on your experience, like how long it will take? Like at least next. It two will months? take a day. Okay. It may take one year. There is not okay. much we can do. At this point, okay. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. Sahil. Hello, thank you for your time. Um, so last year I filed an I-539 to switch from my H-4 to F-1 status since I was done at college. And my university sent me an I-20 and I filed um, like the seven, I got the service number for it and I paid the fee. But my university thought I was coming from India and they didn't realize that I was switching from H-4 to F-1. So then they sent me a new I-20 for change of status and I changed my service fee and I sent the new I-20. However, I had already filed the application for the old I-20 and I uploaded the new documents to my um, online application portal. But about a month mm -hmm. ago, I got a request for evidence saying that um, your old I-20 number is invalid. And so it seems the USCIS officials did not read that I switched I-20. And so should I file a new application or should I just hope that they realize it now since I did send the evidence again? Even though you send the evidence right now, though, here is what the USCIS tells though. You must have eligibility at the time of filing. You can't get the eligibility at a later date. So at the time of filing the I-539, you didn't have the I-20s with a change of status. So technically they may not approve it. I would want you to refile the I-539. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so if I re if I refile it and they somehow happen to approve the application I have right now, would that cause right. any You're sort good. of problem? No, no, no problem. Okay. It will not cause any problem. You take that one. You're good. Then you don't okay. have to worry about it. I, I don't okay. know right. why H4 people are going towards F1 visa, though. I don't understand that. You can have your spouse approve the uh, I-140 and get onto the EAD. That would be the best thing. Believe me, when I were you, that's what I did. Okay, I, um, but I I was under the impression that I need student internships under F one. I know but I can't do internships can under H four. You can get, you can do it if you if you get an EAD. Okay, all right, I'll look into that. Thank you. Yeah, if your wife has an I one forty approval, you can. That's how I did my masters in LLM. I already had my, I just did it because I wanted to, uh, and by the time I already have an EAD. To my wife. Now, back in those days, there, okay. there were no H4EAD. There's no need for H4EAD. 
we used to have our judgment of status as soon as we get the I-140 approval, we get an EID. So the rules are same still for you right now. If your wife gets an I-140 approval, you get an EID. And why do you need all these extra expenditure? That's up to you. Next person, please. And I, I, I get, I get to pay institution. Next person, please. Susie D'Souza. Hi, uh, I'm calling from overseas, based in the UAE. This question is about my son's F1 visa. Uh, it has expired last year, but the I-20 is valid. Uh, we are waiting on EB-5 consular interview. Is it okay for him to go to Canada and come back on for an automatic uh, revalidation? Where is he getting the EB-5 approval though? In UAE or in Canada? In UAE. His dad, like my uh, my husband. I got it. Blue, uh, I got it. But what what is the profit you're getting by him going to Canada? Um, this is just to meet family, but because we have been now waiting from one and a half almost two years for the consular interview due to this whole EB-5 stoppage. It is really taking time. That was the reason I, I got wanted to point. ask this. I got your point. Yes, uh, check, that is called automatic revalidation. I was thinking maybe he's flying from Canada to UAE and coming no. back. That's no. not allowed. Okay. No. If he just wants to go to Canada and wants yes. to come back, or if he wants to go to Mexico or come back, and there are okay. some other countries which are like, Jamaica or some other countries. This is only for F1 visas though. He right. can go and if as long as he's returning back within 30 days, he's okay. fine. Now with regards okay. to his I-94 though, I-94 never expires for student visa. As right. long as he's maintaining the student visa, he can go to Canada or Mexico. Okay. Okay. And then he's coming back within 30 days. But he's not making a trip from there to UAE. That is fine. But I just wanted to know whether the consular interview waiting, like our application is on, we are waiting for the interview. Does that hamper his entry back? Oh, yes. I forgot about that. Sorry, I take back. Okay. I take back. So that's a problem. That's a problem. Sorry about that. The reason okay. the AVR may not, I mean, may or may not work for him is that Okay. Every time a person is entering into the United States, they mm -hmm. should have an intention of, for that purposes though. Since okay. there is an official documentation in there saying that he wants a green card though. You might right. have already filled out that DS to, to yes, yes, and paid yes. the fees. So now yes. he has paid the money saying, I want to have a green card though. Right. That may be a problem when he's coming back. Right. Okay. Okay, that was the clarification. I'm sorry, I take I back. Yeah, yeah, that's I, fine. I, Thank you so much. It's, not, you worth, so much for your it's not worth the risk, okay? Yeah. Sure, sure. Thank you very sorry much. Sorry about the advice. Next person, please. That's okay. Sumu? There you go. Hi, Rahul, sir. Thanks for the call. Uh, I filed my 485 NEB3 last year, August, and uh, the uh, dates retrogressed and again refiled uh, in EB2 with the approved uh, I-140. And mm -hmm. I got EAD and advanced parole for EB3 uh, 485 uh, application, which has a typo error in place of A, they printed like a U. Now I'm planning to travel with advanced parole. And my question is, does that impact uh, my EB2 485 uh, petition, which is a current actor now? First of all, because your name is a little bit printed here and there will not cause any problem for you. Okay. Okay. Because... Right now, everything biometrics and this one. 
if you are the wrong person and you are not the person though they will detain you and send you back they have evidence they have the biometrics and all those things which i know you are a right person otherwise you wouldn't be in this zoom call um the second thing is will it affect your eb2 if you travel advance parole the answer is no it does not because the uscs is clearly telling us that if you travel in advance parole you would be considered to be on h1 or h4 okay you are not an f1 or any other visa right you are on H1. No, I'm an H1. I'm, I'm, I'm an H1, but I don't have valid visa now. I am aware of it. I'm aware of it. If you have valid visa, why do you worry about advance parole? Yes, sir. I'm aware of it. Okay. When you come back, you're considered to be an H1, even though your I-94 says it's advance parole, you're an H1. Okay. And it will not so, affect your EB2. Okay. Thank you, sir. Like last question. At the port of entry, do you think officer can make any issue with the, the name issue? Name? No. they will check with the name whether you are the right person or not okay the biometrics okay. and see and if you are not the right person they will detain you thank you sir thank you so much okay. really appreciate next person you, and 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 if they take you to the small room and advance parole okay that's common a lot of airports do not handle advance parole at the time when you enter it though oh the officer will come and escort you now they do the same thing with the drug dealers too okay um Thank so you. don't worry about it you're fine next person please harsha hello yeah hi rahul uh, i am on h1b visa and i do have my visa till february 2023 and uh, i i would like to visit my home country in january and uh, with my basically with my extension approval so at the time in january uh, am i eligible to go for a dropbox uh, means dropbox either interview I, I, i'm sorry the first statement you said did you uh, you file h1b you file h1b extensions right oh, i i have h1b visa i have h1b visa till february 2023 i am already on h1 so and you file an extension yeah i will be filing extension now and it will be Which approved by december approved yes. you are eligible for dropbox or so, you can even come back you can even come back before february but make mm-hmm. sure you request them look buddy mm-hmm. i have a 797 approval until 2025 please give me an i94 until 2025 if by any chance as soon as you enter into this country though check your i94 to see if it's until 2025 if it's not mm-hmm. there are ways to correct it but don't contact us or anybody after february saying that your i94 expired in february okay <laughs> Yeah, basically, I was thinking to go for an uh, Dropbox and get the visa that, that they will honor, right? Before because I have an uh, unexpired visa in February, and before that, I was requesting for a future visa. Yeah, you the, the, right now. Any time you ever got stamped in India, you can go for stamping right now. Um, oh. The only, uh, but of course, that changes on January. They say mm-hmm. that if the passport visa expires within four years, you can go for stamping uh, for a Dropbox. Mm-hmm. Okay. You are definitely eligible for Dropbox. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. Next person, please. But yeah, it's not easy to get an appointment, though. Veena. Box. Hello. Good afternoon. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah, my husband is on H one. I am on H four. My um, I ninety four expired on second February twenty twenty two. 
and my mm-hmm. visa is expiring on 1st of august so my question was why why <laughs> is your i94 expiring in february and your passport visa expiring in august uh my, actually my um uh, uh, my husband's passport uh, was expiring was on expiring second, in february yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah did you did you both guys filed an extension uh we and not for me for my husband yes his company did so for you you did not file an extension uh yeah because we had uh, as his company uh, so he, they said i only need i94 and um, but your i94 so, expired in february yeah put the phone off and consult a lawyer immediately immediately okay okay yeah you are considered to be unlawfully present in this country in february and if it goes up to 6 months then you have a 3 year bar i want you to take care of it right now okay 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 next person please how come they took care of your husband and they left you alone that's surprising they that i need to for expiring in february and yours is expiring in february if you contacted them that's uh, I, i don't know Uh, my visa was valid actually so no visa has irrelevant let's say oh, your okay. parents have a 10 year visa multiple entry visa okay how long yeah. can they stay in this country 6 months why <laughs> because the i94 is only issued on 6 months passport is expiring 10 years yeah you see the logic so passport visa is irrelevant look there was a lady who was miss disusa she was asking about her hus- her son who yeah. passport visa expired but i94 did not expire he is still staying legally so it doesn't do anything with the passport it's the i94 that controls next person and you are unlawfully thank present you. in this country you need to contact law immediately next person please thank you vani hello rahul yes ma'am our priority date is on june 30 2012 Uh, in EB2, and we do a downgrade mm-hmm. from EB2 to EB3 in October 2020. Of Our, course. Our uh, son was walk on his age was on June, uh, July 2nd, 2021. He was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. But our uh, I-140 in EB3 was approved in September 2021. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But EB3 was re- retrogressed on November 1st, 2021. We want to know his uh, age was locked or not. Didn't we discuss before, Vani? Yes, we paid. Yeah, we paid some amount for you, and we, yeah, yeah, you told me, you know, don't go to the Canada and you stay your son here, and you know, apply for it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. I remember speaking with you and your husband too. Um, he's yeah. locked because his I one forty has uh, the main person's I one forty was approved. The he was under twenty one. I one forty was approved in September. Is that right? and the prior yes, and he his age was on uh, was uh, 21 on july 2021 july 2 i know but the, but you have to add you have to deduct the i140 period of time mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. so his the main i140 was approved in september of 2021 so your son mm-hmm. became 21 in july of 2022 his well right now he just become 21 because oh. the application was pending for a period of 1 year you have to deduct it so it's locked oh okay because his uh, uh, eb2 was current for us but we don't we, we don't want to go back to eb2 because my no, son was locked no no 
No, but he's not locked he's, because he's not locked in EB two. He's only locked in EB three. Oh, okay, and he's he got RFE in F one yesterday only. But you know, we were, we are planning to cancel F one. We are considering you know, whatever you mentioned, the lawyer in Houston. We we went through that lawyer. Tear it, tear it up. Withdraw the F one. He's okay. No, can study using the EAD card. Absolutely, he's fine, ma'am. Absolutely, he's fine. ஒன் I did my masters and uh, from 2020 i am on my h1 but all mm-hmm. these years i have been to india so right now i am trying to india but like you said there are no appointments available but i found uh, uh, one of them in uh, a country like vietnam but i am not, not sure whether uh, we can do that uh, for the first time h1 uh, i consulting. was um, i was i was i have advised people that most of the countries are not allowing third country nationals but i was been contradicted couple of times in the youtube presentation i got some response saying that some people went to up countries got their stamping stamp uh i but my question my main question is that i did not speak with them directly because i have to speak with them directly to confront it i did not so you can be my scapegoat <laughs> Okay. so that's all i can tell them only one guy told me that no i went to africa and got the stamping i did not speak with him whether he is telling his story or somebody said unless i speak with them directly i cannot rely that information so you can be my scapegoat and come back and let us know whether you got it or you got stuck there yeah i mean i got it know from different other uh, groups and channels as that, i said yes i i have to speak with them directly that is a second hand information for me but okay, i i uh, was being contradicted yeah uh, in case if that's been when, approved whenever I- whenever whenever you want to confirm any news though okay don't trust them speak with them privately one on one right okay right, yeah that's all yeah, i can so, uh, and yeah, then once the other- you're done with it you let us know i'll call you and speak with you so that i can rely that information to others Yeah, I mean, even though it's been uh, approved, I mean, uh, what are the complications in the future extensions? And I absolutely future extensions have absolutely no complications. Okay, but uh, that's a yeah, that's not mandatory to go for first time. It won't be stamping in the home country, right? I mean, like you said, it's it it can be stamped from the. I mean, Mexico yeah. and Canada definitely allows the first time stamping. Definitely allows. So you're eligible for the drop box in India right now, uh, but yes. Um, yeah mexico and canada allows it but other countries sometimes they do sometimes they don't so you be my scapegoat that's all i can tell you right now okay sorry i'll take the last yeah. caller today guys and then i will go with some questions guys if you want to leave some questions i will try to answer about 5 uh, to 10 questions there and you, and the questions have to be left to all everybody in the meeting and i'm going to send you the test last caller today manaswini 
Hi, hi Rahul. Good morning. So I was denied port of entry in Boston in uh, December 2019 on my F1 visa uh, during my STEM OT, OPT and uh, uh, cancellation was stamped on my visa copy. Uh, now uh, I'm married. With, did, you, did you work with Integra, Aztec or something like that? No. Why was it cancelled? Uh, so the reason was uh, I did my master's in uh, electrical engineering, but I was working as an IT. That was the question I was asked. And there was a few questions uh, related to my uh, electrical engineering was asked. I was not answered properly. So that was a reason uh, they told. And uh, uh, a cancellation was done on my visa. Uh, so is that cancellation? I... Uh, I need to look into the document I-72 that they have given. I'll be very, very, very surprised if the news what you told is accurate that you are an electrical engineering, you're, you're working in computer science. That is closely related field. I mean, how close can they be? They're like twins. They cannot be separated. I mean, they're not twins. They're like head-connected twins. Both heads are connected, electrical engineering and computer science. So I'll be surprised. I would like to see the sheet that what they have given. I don't know if they put a bar on you, but I would like to look into all those details before you go for the yeah. export. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like it was only cancellation stamp uh, with. Uh, I need to look uh, into. I also need to look into every word that you have spoken. They have spoken. Did they give you a sheet called I seven two when you were being written back? Uh, a sworn statement was given. Yes, that's exactly. I need to look into that statement. Okay, I want to go through when I when I advise the people, I go through each and every word to see what was being stated in there. I mean, we can. So you, I would recommend that you make a consultation. Okay. Okay. Most probably, it may not be. You may have withdrawn it. I there is good possibility that you have withdrawn it. But I need to look into before you go for H four. Okay. I'll go okay. to the questions here. Um, Um, JS, um, by what time they will release the data? But that they will release it after four or five months, JS. But they did release and the frequently asked questions recently. That's where we got the 149,000 until May 31st. And they're definitely, when we look into our own stats, so they're going at a very good pace that we are hopeful that they will be able to utilize the entire 148,000. Myra, I, I don't have. Uh, exact picture in the Houston, even though I'm located in Houston though. But we do see some interviews going on in Houston for employment-based. Myra, I don't know how to exploit the 485 applications. Please, I don't. If I do have a, how to exploit 485 applications, I will do for everybody else. Um, BK Jane, my suppose dependent application got but not mine. Can I do anything to transfer as well? That is a stupid thing that they're doing it. But unfortunately, there is not much we can do about it. Is 485J needed for 485 adjudication? I refiled an EB2 with I485J. No, absolutely not needed RN. Even though 485J is not approved, 485 can be approved. Even though you have never been issued 485J, even though you file 485J and they never issued, they can still approve it. 
can we file i485j to interfile from eb3 to after 112022 absolutely you can but why are you waiting uh, raja you can do it right now can i file h1b transfer from another company while my company is working on rfp I'm working on the receipt notice. If my new company can file H1B transfer, future employment, iPhone, it, it you can, but there is a chance that they may deny your I-94, then you'll have to go outside the country to come back in. There is a chance for it though. Jane, um, my AOS medical 485 EB2 filed in 55 2022 with prior date, biometric done early in June to the H1B expiring in November. I got my H1B extension approved yesterday for one year, I guess. How can I navigate international travel with expired H1B stamping with appointment being so difficult to get it? Unless your EAD or advanced parole is approved, you can't travel, ma'am. Wait, uh, the only travel you can do is Mexico or Canada. And if you do so, your uh, I-131 will be denied if you travel uh, to Mexico or Canada. Can I switch job on EAD and cannot interfile now? Any advice about the latest letter happening in the green card given in EB2 and EB3? I want you to watch the video that we made uh, on Tuesday that can you still do EB2 when you move to a different company though? I want you to watch that video. We made it on Tuesday. Oh, I see Raja what happened with the EB2 I-140. That's a good step. Uh, you can still do it after October 1st. You absolutely can. And uh, once you get the receipt notice, Mr. Raja Komitrati, you can just do the premium processing though, okay? What is the next step after fingerprints are applied if medicals are included in Nibu refile? Case received on 131 to the prints. Uh, Jagdish, your case can be approved at any time. Your case can be approved any time. Uh, uh, Ajay, 180 days. Let me tell you one thing, Ajay, about this 180 days. If you have transferred an underlying application EB2, EB3 to EB2, they are just approving the cases left and right, guys. I mean, they're just approving it. So you have only like, I used to say 50%. Now I would say that if you uh, move out of the company uh, within 180 days, you have about 30% risk of not getting into EP2. Uh, thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow uh, at 3.30. Uh, Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.